Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? Nothing much here to talk about a movie that I realized I've only seen once until I rewatched it. Uh, same here. And uh, that movie <laughs> is Takers 2010, I believe. And I believe what I found out with this is there's a reason why I've only seen this one time. Uh, this has a great cast. Now we can go down the list of everybody who was in it: Matt Dillon, Paul Walker, Idris Elba, Michael Ely, T.I., Chris Brown, Hayden Christensen, Zoe San- Zoe Sandana, uh, Jay Fernandez. Yeah. So you would think, because I was just looking at, I, really, what I was looking at this morning was how much they invested and how much they made back, and I'm like, huh. Did where the mouth happen, or was this because this is around the end of summer when this came out in 2010? I mean, it was just a lot of hot people. Like, you yeah. Know, I mean, Paul Walker was fast, Mr. Fast and Furious. He just Elba was like on the come up around that time. T.I. was like, you know, the one of the biggest rap stars out around that time. Yeah. Everybody still remember Michael Ely from Barbershop. Chris Brown is Chris Brown. And the one thing I forgot about this movie. They spent a lot, a lot of time on Matt Dillon. Hmm. There you go. And I'm, and that's that's the one thing I forgot. And I'm like, Matt Dillon works like Matt Dillon is fine as kind of like a villain or a crooked hero, but he ain't likable enough to be like the main hero. Like he never has been. And that's what's kind of throwing me. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, if you swap out. Like Mark Mark Wahlberg, or even like Kevin Bacon, or somebody like this, a little bit more likable, it works better. I think this. Mm. I mean, I want to see. I do not want to see Crash Matt Dillon. Yeah, I, I just something about. I think you hitting it because in this type of movie, it's always like the somebody in the group that was in that group would be more the feature in the movie. And the cop would be like, okay, I'm on his tail. I got these issues with my family, but that's playing the backfield. And it'll be like, maybe the story of Idris Elba and his sister would be played out a little bit more than just that. Yeah, that's fine. I could have took, took less of that too, but well, I hear that, but it's kind of like, <laughs> I know why too. Yeah. It's a whole, it's kind of like, it's two different movies and it's always kind of like, you know, Matt Dillon's going through all this stuff with his personal life that they kind of dance around with, you know, separated or divorced. And he, you know, <laughs> taking his kids out and stakeouts and stuff like that. Oh my, that. he was a madman. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's a madman. Which ain't the first time he did it. He basically did a McNulty. Uh, just shut up, kid. Give me your, give me, give me your, give me your textbook. Let me write this number down. She was just crayon, looking like, you know, <laughs> doing that type of stuff, like having that going and then having a crooked partner and all that while still trying to investigate that and always being like, you know, a step behind. Like he kind of know what's going on, but he always late and he end up not really doing anything. But <laughs> Swiller gets shot. Nothing. It's a lot of like, shit going on in this movie. It's too much shit going on in this movie. So it's And it's like fine. It's like it's a lot of time given to him. And it's kind of like. You don't care. Like, yeah. I don't really care. Like, I know why they're doing the, the flesh him out, but it's like, it's taking time away from the group. 
And we talked about with the group. And it's kind of like, it's a funny mix of people, kind of like people who have done stuff and are, you know, like Hayden Christensen by that time. It's like, oh, Star Wars. Fuck that. Man. He was and done. Quick, quick thing. Not only the prequels, but the new ones. It wasn't like a, those movies did not make stars out of anybody who wasn't stars already. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Not like the, like the original and our original really <laughs> you look at the movie Harrison Ford is the only person that became a movie star because of Star Wars. Out of all of yeah. them. Uh, uh, yeah. Because um, Hamill, he just became more of a pop cultural type. Man, he, you know. he got most of his days from being like, you know, voiceover. <laughs> Where he got his money. Carrie Fisher worked more behind the scenes. James Earl Jones was already a star. Everybody else was kind of like probably died by the time Star Wars came out. And then the prequels are like, you know, Liam Neeson was a star. James Earl Jones was a star. Um, Natalie Portman was already known. Hayden, Jake Lloyd yeah, was almost committed suicide. Hayden Christensen's career went to the toilet. So... And then which one, which ones, is kind of weird. Like, he was really good in this. For, for the character, and, yeah. you know, I was just like, okay, yeah. he can't do something different. And like even the new ones, it's like you see what's going with John Boyega. Like he like fuck them movies. Daisy Riddler said she couldn't even get a job yeah. in a while. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So it's like, hope you get them checks. Cause you ain't gonna be like, <laughs> if you ain't Harrison Ford, good luck. But no, you had like, you know, Hayden Christian coming off of that. You just Elba, this is movie version you just over like you know the i forgot this movie came out 2010 i'm thinking it was like older than that so by this part it's like you know i'm done with the wire i've been in movies i'm not a movie star but i'm known and then it's like the light skin trifecta <laughs> michael ely chris brown and ti is like okay Two things about light skin past, light skin present, and light skin future. Two things about two of those people. I didn't realize how well Chris Brown played his role in this movie. And I was like, okay, yeah, that was really good. And does T.I. play the best scumbag ever? You know, the funny thing is, it's easy for him for you to think of him a scumbag based on how he comes off now. Oh, and wow. that, I won't even think about mind. that shit now. He, I was just thinking yeah, about the movie. But it's like, how many times you play a scumbag? Because the other one, well, when he's like Atlanta, he's supposed to be the hero. Yeah, but it just seemed like he just, I mean, that whole, yeah, I got something up, but y'all, y'all just but, don't know. It was just. Well, pl- guess what? Let's talk about that character. <laughs> he kinda, no, no, no. He kind of justified. It's oh. like, he a villain. Well, it's not, he ain't just a villain to be a villain. It's like he a villain with a reason. Justify how? Okay. Because he took his girl? He, not just that. He feel like he got abandoned by his crew and he got his girl taken. And they treat him with the cold shoulder, even though he didn't snitch when he could have. And he feel like, you know, I use it like the whole thing how Mo Williams, LeBron James used to be. And Mo Williams look like LeBron James, like, that's my big brother, that's my homie. And LeBron's, you know, like, we business associates. You ain't on team no more. Don't c- lose my phone number. And that's basically how they treated him. He's like, I thought we was friends. I thought we was homies. They like, nah, I never liked you no way. It was just business. True. But I, I would feel a certain way. If I did five, you leave me bleeding on the steps. I do five years. I'll snitch. 
Nobody come visit me. Y'all say, oh, that's how it is. It's business. We don't visit anything. But nobody but, visit me. And then I come back and y'all give me the cold shoulder. And y'all took and took my girlfriend. Wait a minute. But you you did hear what Idra said in the movie, right? Because he said it like a million times. You got caught. <laughs> but and that's even more. It's like he treating like like it's just business, huh? I thought we was homies and everything about business. And you just over it's kind of like, yeah, it's just with you is just business. Even though it's played out, they kind of started that and brought in Paul Yeah, Walker. yeah, yeah. Okay, I kind of I kind of feel it. I'm like, yeah, you had all that stuff up. I'd be kind of like, yeah. Shout out to I'll, I'll go be to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm killing all y'all, but I'd be feeling offended. I'm like, I mean, I did, I did a bit. I did a bit and y'all treat me like a stranger and you took my girl. But okay, what? beyond the girl thing, it seems like this was already if this happens, if anybody ever gets Wait, caught, this is what's supposed to happen. Beyond the girl thing. No. Okay. The girl thing is fucked up because we he thought they were supposed to be cooler than what they were. I, I can understand him feeling a certain type of way about that. What I'm saying is when it comes no, to the team. No. Hold on. When no. it comes to the team. No, no, no. No, no, no. Time out. Because you, you kind of glossing over the whole girl thing. Thing. I'm not this whole treating women like property thing. I also know the dynamics of the team. And Zoe Saldana and Mike Weeby trash. They both trash in this situation. Oh, if I was trying to be fucking nice, but you you, no. you want to go there. All right. Go ahead. Okay. You dating the homies girl because the homie in jail. <laughs> And, and she and she dating you because your man in because my man in jail. I, you can't date somebody out the circle. Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, didn't we make didn't one of the things about people getting on Stringer Bell and the wires because he was macking D'Angelo girl when D'Angelo locked up? Uh, you're absolutely right, but I just know with these type of movies, this is a common common thing. No, that is trash. I didn't say it wasn't. No, in common movies, they don't do stuff like that because that's unless they the villains. You know who do that in movies? The villains. Yeah, I got your girl now. Okay, I will. Yeah, all these movies would no normally movies would do this if the story's about Ti and Michael Ealy and Idris Elba and all them were the villains. Then it make more sense where it's like, oh, you know, things happen and things like that. Then it's kind of like, okay, he's trying to get his girl back or trying to move past his girl and all that stuff. But the movie ain't that. The movie making out like T.I. is just kind of like, he, what's his problem? <laughs> okay. I'm with you on that. But what I'm, all I'm, the only thing I'm saying is the movie is planning out as if they had a plan if somebody was to ever get caught. Because they say something like, you know, it's supposed to be no contact for one year whenever you get out. So they already had, you know, a plan set up. And he just popped up at Paul Walker House. And that's why he was kind of like, what the fuck? Because, you know, you never know. And I think the movie was planning more like, well, uh, Michael Ely and them from like, nah, I don't trust him. Why Why he here? Why, you know, you know, what the fuck? But then... Idris being more curious and Paul Walker just being like, I don't know, but I'm going to ride with you, whatever you say, Idris. No, it was kind of like, because they had, no, it's basically played out where Idris Elba had the most connection, followed by Paul Walker. 
Michael Ealy seemed like they didn't like they didn't like each other from Jump Street. Yeah. Chris Brown came in later, and it was like was the one kind of like let's give him a chance, anything like that, because he felt kind of certain way at the end, like we shouldn't give him a chance. It was like you know, let's give him a chance. He could have snitched on us. He didn't. Someone was trying to see the benefit of the doubt. I was like, nah. But it gets to the biggest point of the movie. Don't do business with people you don't trust. That's the problem. Yeah. If you feel that way, it's like you don't, because it's obvious you don't trust them. You don't, you feel he moving sideways, you know, it's like that. You know, he might, he still might snitch. Give him his money and go in your separate ways. That's all you gotta do. Or kill him, which they was gonna do anyway. Like, do one or the other. Don't do this whole, we're gonna yeah. do one last job, even though we just got paid. We don't do jobs, you know, we wait a year between jobs. We got, we just, Got all this money. We don't need the money right now. We living good. And then all of a sudden, your homie that you never really trusted from Jump Street come out. Y'all got this plan, dog. You know, it's friends, it's friends. It's about business. I ain't you now messed up with business. And like, you know how he operate, and you know he got a grudge anyway. And now he coming home. He's seeing his his girl with the homie, and you still like, all right, we gonna ignore all this, all these red flags. And do this one last job that we don't know nothing about. It's like, oh, well, I got these Russians. You don't got to trust the Russians. Trust greed. Trust me. Never trust greed. Oh, yeah. That, that, say yeah, that was crazy. No, never, ever, ever trust greed. Because greed has no loyalty. Greed will always stab you in the back. And there's a lot of people that do business with people that they normally wouldn't have because of greed. And it always ends badly. This is this is true. Um yeah, so uh, let's get a quick synopsis of what the damn movie is. Ah, no, no. Nope. Before we get synopsis, we talked about everybody. We didn't talk about what we talked about last week. All these people in the cast <laughs> and Paul Walker is the G. <laughs> yeah. So you ever think about oh, how come Paul Walker was what he was? I'm like, because you ain't blown. It says a lot about how talented Vin Diesel was that he kind of overshadowed Paul Walker. The people think like, yeah. If you the Rock or Vin Diesel, you might overshadow Paul Walker, but that's about it, cause you got a whole lot of talented people. Paul Walker, the one who got the training, he got the women, he out here making stuff move, and it's kind of like he just Hayden Christensen was tr- like he was trying to be cool and him succeeding, and Paul Walker was just cool. Yeah, and it wasn't the the character was way different from what you've been seeing. You watch Fast and the Furious, it was not that character, cause you could clearly tell. Okay, he's playing. I'm a, woman, I'm a womanizer soldier. Yeah, I got two two girls, two different flavors out here. Even though that was a body double when he was in the pool, it was like you know stuff need to get done. I'm gonna do it. I can look good in the suit, or I can look good with a sniper rifle on, and I don't get shot. I don't die. I'm I'm fine because I don't have anything dragging me down, and I don't have any problem like everybody else. And because everybody else kind of had stuff going on with him, and I you know Zoe Saldana was just there just to die. Yeah, I, I said that last night. I was like, wow, they just really used her in here for eye candy and a die. A plot, a plot point. That's all she was. She, yeah. was a, she was plot. She was plot candy. And it's funny. You see 2020 and you like, you know, Paul Walker isn't here with us anymore. He just Elba is pseudo movie star. Like he's known. He's opened up movies. It's kind of like it's still waiting for feel like you know he ain't hit like he should. He ain't had that one yet. And maybe Suicide Squad 
he'll be the one. Like he's he's hitting movies where he hasn't been a star, but he hasn't hit in movies when he's been the star. Um, Hayden Christensen, pff, can't remember the last time I saw him. Michael Ely still doing that whole sad or angry <laughs> light skin look. He he just a master of that. Oh, like nobody nobody could pull off drinking a whiskey and looking perturbed and handsome like Michael Ely. Yeah, Uh-oh. hey, whatever Chris works. Brown, like Chris Brown is Chris Brown. Like you know, he's he doesn't do he doesn't do movies. You he's know, really he good. Be very talented for reasons, but he still does music. Um, Ti is more of a more of a punchline these days, unfortunately. Which is just a lot because I always thought Chris Brown was a uh, going to be a, you know if he wanted to take it more serious and do more movies, he would have been good. And Ti too, but it was just like I guess they just you know. Whatever. No, for you know what happened with Chris Brown. Oh well, yeah. I mean it's yeah, a reason yeah, yeah, why yeah. he's he was in movies and then he stopped being in movies and it rhymes with Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and stuff after rhymes with Brianna. So, Ti thing is just kind of like he probably don't want to do it, or probably like you know I'm making money doing you know other stuff like yeah. on my show. Probably because he he always got his hands in something else, so I can understand it. But yeah, uh, quick synopsis of movie because this movie is pretty short and to the point. A a team of professional criminals gets roped in from one last job by a former coworker with a grudge. I guess their drudge. I guess their better judgment. They try to rob an armored truck. Okay, I, I gotta ask this one last question. Was anybody on that team do you think he was friends with? Like uh, friends? I think he was friends with Hayden Christensen's character. They seem to have the the least amount of issues. I think he was cordial with Paul Walker's character because he went to him first time all, yeah, you you know, you hire think you got the conscience of the group. It's funny you would think he if he'd be friends with Idris, if he'd be friends with anybody be Idris Elba, but they seem to be like, you was always shit. You got caught. <laughs> you got caught, ghost. That's how I go. I'm not trust you anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all started that. Y'all always y'all had it was like Dave Dash and Jay-Z. Like y'all was never really friends, huh? Y'all just worked together. Yeah, okay. So, all right. I cause I was thinking the same thing. It seemed like him and Hayden Christensen character were more like cool. Like if it works, it works. Like, yeah, let's rock with it. But everybody else was just like, I don't know. And Chris Brown was like, I don't really know you, but whatever. Y'all right, cool. And Mike Reed like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> light skin on light skin. We gotta pretend to be friends no more, huh? <laughs> that was <laughs> that was definitely some Drake and Chris Brown going on there. But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just laughing. I'm like, oh, you mad? Cause he felt a certain way. Cause the girl he used to be with is with you. Yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, he he was at right. Yeah, because that's some crazy shit. I um, yeah, we'll talk about that uh, another time. But anyway, <laughs> story right there. Yeah. So movie start off. You know, they casing the bank. You don't know the people like you see Paul Walker with a nice suit on. You see Idris Elba with a nice suit, and then you see Chris Brown pretending to be a janitor. 
<laughs> and Michael E. like working like construction, so they, you know, get dressed up. They all meet together, get in the um, elevator, C4 in the elevator, elevator explodes, they throw the cameras off, they all change, they know where to stand so the camera's not looking at them, and then boom, time to rob a bank. And we've seen movies with bank robbery before, anything like that, and it's like, you know, nobody move, it's the bank, you know. Us the bank money, not your money. Don't want to hire anybody about go home. It's <laughs> a like, whole thing. If he just ever get caught, you already know it's him. A black man with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will get on that because Matt Dillon made me mad. Look at his body type. I was like, damn, can't be no tall black dudes around. You just pointing out him. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, about six two, six three. Speak with the accent. So anyway, they're out there robbing the, you know, robbing the bank. And it's a woman there hitting a silent alarm. And this is how it's funny where it's like the plan works because you know white people can't help themselves. They always want to be heroes. <laughs> why are you risking your life for money that's not yours? And you know why? I used to always wonder if that moment was... And you know what I realized 2020 proof? It's like the Matrix. People don't fight for the system because it's ingrained. Like that's what I'm supposed to do. I have to defend the system because it is so good to me. And it's like, this is a woman is risking her life. She ain't going to get no raise, no bonus. She just can't help herself. And they hit the silent alarm. Paul Walker catches like, all right, we're going to make a phone call. You want to be a hero, huh? <laughs> so, so I could call oh, somebody. Somebody's robbing the bank at such and such. Hang up the phone. And somehow, and this is one of the few plot holes in the movie, because you wonder how they're escaping out this with all this money. So somehow, a... News Chopper gets this call and they're going to intercept because they won't be first on the scene. But they're last in ratings. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Glory Hound. That's right. So they show up there, you know, they're supposed to land on the building. You know, they don't have jurisdiction. It's a crime scene. And it's like, oh, I see a security guard. He's like, he's wounded. Let's come help him. It's Hayden Christensen. Oh, I'm, oh, I got stabbed by Samuel Jackson with a lightsaber. Oh, come get me. All right, get off the chopper. You didn't jack. I had to get your helicopter jet. So that's the whole plan. Calling this in with the expectation of a police heli- of a news helicopter coming in. You jack the helicopter, you escape. So by the time the people get there, they they are in the helicopter, long gone. They land, blows up the helicopter, and and walk away in slow motion. Cool. And I noticed some of the way they shoot this movie. It's a funny type of thing going on. Like, it's the collateral cam, but not the filter. Like, it looks funny. Like, a lot of scenes, like, it doesn't look, it looks weird. Like, it's on, and it looked like it was done on purpose. Uh, I probably didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. I, no, the only reason I remember, because I remember watching it, the previews, and noticing, like, it looked weird. And when I watched the movies, I'm like, it don't look like other movies. Like, it's something funny going on, like, how they filmed it. And the other thing, you know, it's, like, a lot of action scenes, they cut out the sound effects. Like, you see the action going on, but yeah. you don't necessarily hear yeah. the action, you hear the music. And that was a definitely artistic choice. Eh, it is what it is. So, anyway, they blow up the helicopter. They go their separate ways. Motorcycle, convertible, convertible, car, motorcycle, drive away. Split the money. So it's like, you know, one person get caught, everybody don't get caught. Right. So they're all parked at the same place. 
Yeah, which is, I saw all these cars, but <laughs> but uh, they let you know how uh, good this team is with their job. They always have things planned out, and they are very uh, strict on certain things. Like they not leaving together, we leaving separately. Uh, it is what it is. They 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 good. They good at what they do, and they don't do it a lot. I don't believe. Yeah, they say a year between jobs. So perfect. And, you know, they smart. They tell me how they're going to invest their money. And tell me, oh, we're going to do it in such and such. We're going to do Dutch Antilles because it's a bigger percentage point with some Bluebird. Oh, Bloomberg News. Uh, the college boys overthinking it. Bypass <laughs> <laughs> most money. That's what we go with. So it seems like Idris Elba is just like, hey, he seems like he has his money together. He's willing to do whatever with his money to, to make more money. So yeah, I'm fine with that. That's what people do. Guys, boy, I have blue and bad news. I talk about, talk about the Grenadine Islands, whatever island, you know, whatever money we get, we get. <laughs> he like just count the money, so they get their money clean, and you know the they got a fence to cleans the money. I think he get what we get ten percent. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's like normally five to seven, ten is you know. That type of money pay premium for for a criminal you can trust because it's kind of hard to trust criminals. So Matt Damon on the scene. Oh, before we got to talk about Matt Damon, <laughs> we get introduced to him because we get introduced to him first before the bank robber first come. This part like you're like shit. I'm alright. Be on there. Yeah, I thought at first when I from when I first saw, I was like, oh, he's high and fucked up, and he's one of those type of cops. He just drunk. Yeah. And look, or he like he didn't take a bath. So they about to um investigate somebody. They run up in the crib, they get in a fight, and like some Haitians or something like that. Him and his partner, Jay Hernandez, when you want somebody Latin, but not really. <laughs> I ain't it's no insult to him. It seemed like this when they want that role there. So he's like, Oh, you know, you want such and such, how are you think going with your man? Mind your business. I'm all right. So they ran in there, and it's funny watching cop movies now. <laughs> they just be breaking in doors, be beating people up and handcuffing them to pose like that. It's like that shit don't hit in 2020. Like police brutality and all that. It's like you ain't rooting for the cops no more unless they if it ain't Will Smith or Martin Lawrence, you ain't rooting for cops. Yeah. Um I will say one thing about what you just said. They don't like those what nineties, two thousand early two thousand cop movies where they just kick in the door and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> from like the seventies on, it yeah, don't age well more. It's like from the seventies to like <sighs> like a war. I would guess they probably got more like now it's more nuanced. Like now, where it's like you know stuff like um tw- the br- the one with Chadwick Boseman with the bridges and stuff. Like cop movies are kind of starting to get more nuanced with that, yeah. but it took up until recently. But before, like that stuff you watch, it's like no. And the watch is the exception, ain't the rule. Like training day, like I just think about training day, like that shit raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the twenty twenty hours. But anyway, they out here trying to arrest these two people. Um, Matt Dillon trying to arrest him. He fighting. He punch him in the back of the head, kick him, handcuff him. The other guy don't get, oh, he got away. What? He got away. Yeah. He mad. He got away, huh? Come back. I forgot all about how this played off. 
when I saw it's mm-hmm. been a long time since yeah. I saw the movie theater, it's like, oh, you know, oh, okay, you got away, nothing happened. So anyway, so that's the dynamic between those two. So he's there investigating the bank, realize, you know, they was out here, C4 charges that were shaped. They knew where to stand with the cameras, precision time and precision shooting. These are professionals. And then he see the camera and Chris Brown do the little salute thing with his arm salute. on the way out. Salute and peace on. Peace out. And it's kind of like, I know why you do it, but don't do that. Yeah, I almost how thought. Many, how many movies people get caught because of one thing? Because it's like, oh, they, he called everybody slick. Or he he got a certain type of he got a certain type of cigarette. Oh, that's some nonsense. That was absolutely a callback to uh, Point Break. I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. What so, is wrong I'll with you? It. Anyway, go ahead. I am an FBI <laughs> agent. <laughs> boom, boom, boom! Shoot in the sky, like for no reason. Like that's why I haven't seen that shit. I always thought that thing was. I seen Bitch and Pal like this movie goofy. Man, come on, man! It's on HBO Max. Go watch that movie. Utah, give me two. <laughs> oh, he was juicing it up. Yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> he was the siege money. He was getting home some real good cocaine. I bet between that and his lethal weapon checks. So anyway, so they trying to investigate what's going on with this. They don't have any, like, we're going to go through all the cameras all like that tomorrow. We ain't going to find like we got to try. So I guess he's a good cop with problems. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's a good cop. You know, I mean, it's about effective. I don't know how effective. Mm, when I say good, okay. that's what I mean. Like, not good is like a good person. I got you. Okay. All right. So, and then meanwhile, T.I. is getting out. Don't know what, what part he's doing. So he's out. He meets up with some Russians. He's like, oh, Alexi sent me. He's like, oh, you know, I'm here to do some business. You got an ID? He give us um, his, his, his prison bracelet. And they got to rob him. <laughs> or do something. They don't trust him. Black man showing up in my own. Black man showing up in a Russian apartment. So T.I. got some skills, pulled a gun out. He's like, oh, you know, it's calm down. All right, so I thought you said. So... So basically, this whole thing is like, you know, I got a plan, and he, we don't know what plan he talks about. We find out later. So I guess that he met somebody in the joint. He protected him from getting shot or murdered or whatever like that in exchange. He told him about, you know, this whole bank job is going to come out. We'll get to that. So we get the dynamics of people going on. You know, Hayden Christensen, he's a man with the piano out here playing a song. Got his nice little hipster hat on. (laughs) For some reason, he's able to pull it off because normally that should be able. You know what it is? He's an unobnoxious hipster. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can just. You get he he gives all those vibes, but it's not like annoying or anything like that. They play it real cool. Like, yeah, I'm playing the backfield. But you see me. He was like that. He was like that in Jumper too. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that movie too. But anyway. I did. I did too. Crazy ass Samuel Jackson. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's like you out there playing for oh, you leave your brother there with all the money. You come out here like Michael. You out there chilling. Michael, he's have a look on his face whenever he just drinking something. You know, like either he's sad, pensive, or angry. He's out here drinking his little wine. And they, Tim and his brother, oh, you know, dad wants to see, 
Okay, fuck. I ain't never going. I ain't never going back. Damn, buddy, how old? So that's Chris, that's Chris Brown thing. Like I've been in juvie. I ain't going back for nothing. Not even for no visit. Yeah. Well, maybe we just build him a house. Brown. He on DMX from Belly Energy right there. Tell the feds. He absolutely. He absolutely has to be like twenty one. What? Twenty. Mm-hmm. He like I did that time. You didn't see me there no more. Like, all right, all right, it's cool. You know, you know. When we build out, dad get out in a few years. And we build my house. Right. He's like, all right. So, <laughs> so this whole thing is like, you know, basically he kind of go with his brother telling him to do. He trusts his brother. His brother trusts him. They got that bond there. But I ain't going back to jail. So fuck <laughs> y'all. That's the one thing that that bond ain't gonna break. Nah, fuck that. I ain't going to jail. And then Zoe Zaldana's there. One of the few women with lines in the movie. Oh, so angry. So angry that she had a, such a small role. But I'm like, it's 2010. Yeah, I guess the now av- looking at it. The it's, Avatar, yeah. wait, wait a second. When did, what year did Avatar come out? I feel like it came out the same time, around the same time. I feel like this must got a shot either before Avatar was a thing or something. Because it will only bother you based on Zoe Zaldana now. No, like, Avatar she, came out that, that year before, 2009. Okay. But this must have got started first. It's just, Probably. I don't know what it, maybe. It just seems weird, like, you know, she was a big star in that big-ass movie, and it's kind of like she's barely in this. Like, she's just, oh, yeah. we got the bar, we're going to do this and everything. Like, yeah, whatever, baby. Let me it, show you, throw this ice on you. Another thing is she could have been doing both films at the same time, and maybe that's the only time she had to be, you know, to give for... Um, takers i mean i don't know but whatever so anyway so like at this ring oh it's beautiful yeah i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you and anything like that and it's there and they get engaged and you don't think it's a problem like oh you know young love and meanwhile paul walker in the pool like future mm-hmm <laughs> you definitely know if they did it now it'd be some drake or future player in the background and he just over there chilling with his woman. So they out, man, with this whole settle down stuff. They living the life, just enjoying themselves. And it's just funny, the dynamic, like Paul Walker being like the womanizer. Well, not womanizer, like, you know, I'm just having fun. Him and yeah. He just was like, seeing like less preserved, but he's still having his fun. He just ain't in the pool. Paul Walker, like, yeah, I'm being a tub out here. The only thing missing was like, you know, some coke. Idris Elba is the he is the father. He's he seems like he's the oldest oldest one out the bunch. Yeah, because he got extra baggage to deal with, like his crackhead sister. Oh, you guys! Know me? You gotta come all right. You know you finish the program, you go to Ireland. Give me one week. <laughs> one week, go home. One week, one week, G. I'll be finished. One week, I'll be it'll be good. I try this time. We'll stay clear this time, Jay. I believe you know, you know, you know that island we said we're going to be on the right. We go there. <laughs> Yellow boat. You good to go. Leave out the cocaine. I hated uh, this sister. I hated the character. I was just, she was just annoying. She was just there to call, like, all their problems started. No, not all the problems. Most of their problems started, like, how they got on the police radar because of her. Yep. And all she was there was just to provide, like, the women just there to provide plot points and be weaknesses. 
that was that was all thing. It's like you know, and at first I'm like, is that his girl? I was, I, I was trying to figure out that his mom. That's what I thought when I first saw the movie. I was like, his mom. I'm like, nah, she looked too. Marion Jean Baptiste isn't that old enough to be Giselle's mom. And it's, I'm just trying to be like, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, sister. I'm your big sister. I've raised you. <laughs> raised me. You're going to sell me for a market crock. <laughs> yeah, uh, she took uh, off so fast. I was like, oh, he ain't catching her. No, man. You're on a crocket straight. I'm running through traffic. She ran away from responsibility to get a rock. <laughs> Lord, we going to get to her because she fuck up multiple times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so meanwhile, T.I. finally got with them. Me so with Paul Walker right in the house. Oh, you know, let myself in, got a drink. Great Paul scotch. Walker, nice scotch, bad security system though. He's like, oh, I came to you because you got the conscience so that you know. You got the heart of the group. Nobody else visits me. Like, you know how it is. No contact. He's like, all right, that's fine. It's good to go. I got a bit, I got a job. Bring it to the boys. I'll talk to you in the day. You know, see everybody on business. How my girl going? Oh, she was such and such now. Oh, word. <laughs> All right, he was he was hot about that. Yeah, he, I don't know why he thought she was gonna wait. He was a little bit heated about that. I mean, I like you said, you can't blame him, but uh, cause it's like it just throw you off to hear that you've been in jail five years, thinking like, yeah, she may have moved on, but she ain't move on with the homie. Yeah, she did. Uh, she- she moves sideways. She ain't move on. She just moved over. <laughs> moved over one locker. <laughs> Shit, that's rough. And it's it's a funny thing where it's like on one hand she could do what she want, but on the other hand it just looks messy. Like you know, sooner or later he gonna get out and he gonna have questions. But he don't have like the whole thing. It wasn't like they were married. So girlfriend ties are just girlfriend ties, and it's kind of like. Eh. I'm just trying to think, what does he see in him? Because T.I. and Michael Ealer seem like two completely different characters yeah. in this movie. And, and, and another thing is, if you watch some of her facial reactions towards T.I., she just seemed annoyed of him. Like, ugh, I was with you. Like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was my first, and I was your Tuesday, one of those type of things. So anyway, he talked about this job, he, you know, he'd bring up business the next day. And they kind of feel a vibe. He bring my old ghost out. What do you get out? <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know about this one. You, you know, he's crazy, right? It's about bit. So they kind of like on the fence where some of them don't trust them. Like, um, hey, Christian's like, you know, he's cool. They come to business. He always been about this business. Um, Michael Ealy won no parts. I don't trust him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, basically, I don't want no parts. Um, he just over brings to the whole point. Like he could have snitched on us if he if he wanted to. He didn't. But as long as he's around, he can always snitch on us. You know, we got his money, but it's like nothing stopping us to get the money for him to do that. So it's kind of like they're kind of like sort of they don't know how to deal with. It. Like you know, he used to be the homie. He good with business, but he do got a grudge. But so, we got his money, but he ain't snitch. So it's quick sideways. If it was anybody else out of the group, do you think they would act the same way? No, I got the. That's the funny thing about this vibe. It's kind of like it's a weird dynamic where 
it seemed like it was started by Idris Elba and T.I. Right. And they say they brought the, Paul Walker yeah, brought in. Paul Walker in yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got, we brought you in. You was boosting cars in Riverside. Yeah, he was boosting cars with Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's just, it's just a weird vibe where it's like, yeah, they started a group, but they ain't feeling him like that. It's like some of them kind of like, oh, he's he always been cool. We do business, and other ones are like, nah, I don't trust him. And he just ever got this whole thing like, yeah, you know, he's such on this, but you know, he got been that way. I, and it's like, how y'all do business like that with somebody y'all was always kind of shaky with? It seemed like some yeah. rampant auto five. It seemed like some rampant auto stuff. Like they treat him like he Trevor. Okay, because it just it just seemed like genuine the genuine friends out of the group was only Paul Walker and Idris Elba. Just genuine friends. You can tell they have a relationship. Everybody else is like, we cool, we work together. It's all right. But those two seem more, you know, than anybody else. So, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, that definitely comes up. Later on with Chris Brown, Michael Ely. Um, but, no, it, it's like Hayden Christensen was kind of like the, the in-between point. Like, he was cool with everybody. Yeah, nah, I'm cool with it. I'm good with all y'all. So... So anyway, you know, Matt Dillon's on, still trying to go, you know, investigate the case, trying to figure out what's going on with the cameras and stuff like that. Internal affairs is on him. Like, oh, we got to talk to you. I got time. Because <laughs> it's my man, Glenn Turman from A Different World on the Wire, Steve Harris from The Practice, and The Rock. You know what's funny about Steve Harris? Whenever I think of him, I always default to The Practice because that's why I saw him in first. But he's been in a lot of stuff. And most of those movies are not like the practice. He mostly playing like, you know, a goon. He even playing a goon or a, or law enforcement. Uh, abusive husband. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget uh, Tyler Perry. Damn, they're about to die in that bathtub. I forgot all about that. Shit, wasn't he the first one? <laughs> <laughs> they I, don't know if it was him or, I don't know if it was him or Blair Underwood I think he was the first one Then Blair Underwood came Boy, uh, starting a Starting a trend too Use uh, brown skinned husbands That's <laughs> my Perry. But that's neither here nor there So you, so it's like internal affairs coming on You don't know why So you're trying to investigate Seeing what's going on with that it's kind of like, you know, the whole vibe of Matt Damon is you probably think he kind of dirty anyway. So you're not that surprised. And it's like, like Glenn Turman, Glenn Turman is like his homie trying to let him know what's, what shit's going on. Like, I'm just here for you. And Steve Harris is like, no, nah, we got to talk to you about something. So, so you're oh, internal affairs, anything like that. Oh, such and such call. You want to talk to her? I appreciate you helping. You know, I know you, your wife and her friend, but, you know, watch your business. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, all right, we spent all this time with Matt Dillon character. So anyway, they out there partying, they at the club, and everybody having a good old time. And they got the suits on, dressed all to the nines, looking all sharp. And it's like, oh, so they like the you know, the Rat Pack. It's like we got suits and ties and hats on. Chris Brown got a suit on a motorcycle. Shit, I'm glad you just said that because that's definitely what I believe the pitch was. Oh, the Rat Pack uh, being some thieves. You know, it's not Ocean, it's Ocean's Elevens, but it's not Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it's and only five of them. It's Ocean's Eleven with, with black people, but not all black. 
So don't call a black movie. Uh, just enough black. Yeah. So they're in there, drinking a good time. They just, you know, just partying, enjoying life. Hey, Christian, somebody buy a drink. No, somebody buy a Paul Walker drink. Oh, they got this champagne. And um, Paul, like, make sure she don't pay for it. Hey, girl, like, nah, you make sure she pay for it. That's how the game go. <laughs> like, oh, chill out. This ain't frat school anymore. You're in the frat house. <laughs> kind of that with the accent, yo. <laughs> hey, Christian, hey, on this whole <laughs> treat her treat her less. That future. Give me that money. Yeah, he definitely was the white future of the group. She deserved less. She want to buy you a drink, make her pay for it, and a tip. So anyway, out there, and then who shows up and brings down the whole mood of the party? Ti. Hey boys, having so fellas. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they have to see me. Damn, it's a little tension out there. What's going on, Jesse? Yeah, he de- he definitely says what he thinks. Whatever he's thinking, he's gonna say it. It's a lot of tension in this room, Playboy. I see y'all here looking good with my girl. Like you like, oh, you out, huh? What you doing here? <laughs> like the fuck you want? You like, oh, that's how it is, huh? It's like it's like that. Yeah, it's like that. And it's just weird. It's like, man. Yeah. You know, Stand off. I did five years and y'all treat me like the fuck y'all want. You would like, think it'd be like, oh, our boy home. Let's, you know, we'll talk about business later. Let's I'm party. Like, you got my money. Like, oh, you know, you're talking about money. We got to save it. Got to check the account. The interest is the debit card. We'll give it to you. Later. They hold, they dang the old dick. He blow out like, hey, don't worry. We're going to still do business. I know you got my money, right? Uh, so anyway, he tell this, and then he see him with his girl. It's like, oh, you're looking good, Lily. You're looking better next to me. <laughs> Michael Ailey getting that whole color girls look on his face. Cut it out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, the whole, the job is basically they robbing armor car. So they were able to get like the memories like this from like this transponder that they found out about. They basically the whole thing is kind of like they threatened his family overseas. Tell him you don't give us a schedule, you chop up in pieces. Cause they're like, oh, you can't do a robber car. You have a car schedule always change. No, we don't do that. Like, it's like that's how they got the schedule. His those coming in. It's two trucks. One's a decoy. One got like 13 million in, which is a lot of money. And it's like we do it in like a week. And it's like, we don't normally do business that fast and everything. We normally don't do stuff like a year in, in advance. And it's like, how we know we trust you? It's like, you don't got to trust me. Trust greed. Everybody want to make money. I'm going to give the Russians 250 out my cut. Don't worry about that. And we split the rest. This whole story sounds nonsense. That's all they want. Like, that's, and this is my whole thing. It's like the whole greed thing. It is way too many holes in this story. It's like, all right, so this man that you got beef with, he got beef with you, come with this job, this rush job, that's $12 million. Somehow, the Russians that he got this information from will be comfortable with $250,000. Right. And y'all just cool? Uh, if it checks <laughs> out, <laughs> we'll do if it. it check, if it check out, it check out, you know. Because the business goes always been up and, and up. That's why you're right. This is a problem because Idris Elba and Paul Walker seem like the two brains of the group. They you know they think things out and 
this just don't seem right. Like you jump into the job, but you just did a job. So you set for the year, but nah, let's do this one. Cause it's the big one. We don't have to do no more after this. It's, it's greed. It is greed. Cause it's like, you know, you splitting $13 million five ways. You good to go. And it's kind of like or six ways. However, it's the split would be going. It's kind of like greed to do that. Even though they know it's too many warning flags. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, he's like, you know, he's going to tell me yes or no. I need to know by the night. And you know, the funny thing is, you know why it's so weird? It's not the fact that they decided to go with it. Because their ultimate plan was just to kill him. Right. So they know it's kind of like, we don't really trust them. And they, they don't trust him. And they didn't trust him when he got out. They don't trust him up the whole time. He know they don't trust him. Like, it's like everybody know what the deal is, but they like, we're going to play it off because of all this money involved. And it's just kind of like, nah, it's, I might be taking the job. I think, you know what, the, 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 the dynamic or the way they played it, it's just something off about it. it. It's something just not right about it because it's like, yeah, you would either go ahead and get rid of him because you already know I want his girl now. Uh, We got his, like, it's just too much stuff that's playing weird or not right or maybe the characters aren't playing it right for some reason because like they plan to like too many we cool with them no nah, we not really cool with, well he don't like them and it's just like uh, it's just messy no what it is is it's a messy situation where it's somebody we fr- used to be friends with but we know kind of always seem conniving to begin with sketchy he got reason he got reasons not to like us we got reason not to like him but it's a whole lot of money. He always been good with money. He ain't gonna screw us because we got his money. So if we can't like that, they're, they're trusting greed. They shouldn't, but they are. And he told them that he told them this story. We're gonna do this. He told them a different story. Like you know, we split the money 50-50. They get the job. They do it. We get it from them. And then it's kind of like the Russians. This whole thing is like, okay, I'll do a fifty-fifty split. That's fine, and it's whatever. So the Russians have more of a reason to trust them, even though not really, because we don't know this guy from Al. He met such and such. I don't mean nothing. Guy might have bad judgment in jail. <laughs> but yeah, Idris in the game, I've been sketchy to begin with. But like I say, greed. So we gotta start getting stuff. We gotta get C four. And they know it's a big job from C4. And they go, this one dude's like, oh, all the C4 is gone. So you come to me. You got your level one permit. <laughs> like, and Chris is up there. Like, yeah, I got my permit right here. He's like, all right, this is how it works. I take your money and you don't get nothing. It must be so hard to do business with criminals. Because how many times, you know, it's like, how many times stuff like that happen? Oh. You don't got you don't have a way to defend yourself or do anything. You just getting jacked or robbed. That's why I was saying I got. That's why it's like you know everybody ain't be, built to be a criminal. Hey, handle uh, Hayden Christian handled his own. He was handling his own. He was getting whopped, but he was giving it out too. Look, he has like he he's a Jedi master. <laughs> Let's keep this in mind. He might not be part of council. He had he he learned how to use a lightsaber. What's a a pool cue is the same thing. Yeah, pretty and much. And it's like a one-on-three fight, and he beating him up, holding his own, and you know, and then all of a sudden, the game came out. I said, I had it. Like, yeah, get ass whipped. <laughs> and then, a line I remember from the movie theater, people kind of woo that T.I., you know, keep, I put three holes in your head like a bowling ball, big boy. 
I remember that. I think I remember that line. It might have been like in a trailer. Yeah, it's in a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, where's the C4? Oh, it's in Trump. So they get the C4. And oh, it's funny. Paul Wall, like, where's the C4 at? Where's the C4 at? In the trunk. I said, where the C4 is in the trunk. <laughs> Says in the trunk. <laughs> I've been like three or four times. So, so they get the C4. They couldn't get it from normal people because my man Nick Turo from YPD Blue, he getting all roasted up. I met Dylan the game. Talking about, oh, you know, heard you people. I don't sell nothing no more. All right. You check the, you know, check the trunk. You got a warrant. I ain't got a warrant. I can get one, but I don't need one with this. But you know, I'm gonna have to tow your car away because it's damaged. They're like, what are you talking about? Man, slash the tires and they call a tow truck in. And this will be funny. She ain't funny now. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's like Matt Dillon character don't work watching this movie now because like this shit is trash. Cause people probably do this and we know enough about the police to know they probably do stuff like this in real life to kind of like be laughing off in a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like he just disregarding all this man rights and everything like that, coercing a confession. So it's like, oh, somebody needs some C4 for a job, big job. I don't know who it is. They say it's big. So they kind of know what's kind of going on, but they're not sure yet and everything. So the whole thing is they get the C4. They get the, you know, the plans for the room. Like, you know, we got to find a room. How are we going to get there? Exit. Where's my exit at? Don't worry about that. You find me an exit. <laughs> Just help like, I need to know how to bounce. So their whole thing is they're going to basically blow up this one area where the trucks are. The trucks fall in. They get the money and they run out through the sewers. Multiple exits through the sewers. They're able to stop the, they're able to stop the vehicles by controlling the lights. See, I gonna be there as a cop to control, you know, the traffic. So, and they got time, like you know, we are gonna drill all these holes, and it's kind of like, yeah, 128 holes. We got three days. We do a certain shifts, and it's kind of like the plan looks solid. You don't realize how much work involves. Like, damn, 128 holes. That must see four. But it's kind of like you know, we need to know the depth of the concrete stuff. Like, yeah, a street's a thick ass brick. You, you tend to think about. And not think about how thick a, a, a street is. Yeah. You got cars and trucks driving over, you know, sewer. So it's driving over open area, like holes in the air. So it got to be thick as hell so it don't collapse. And it's like, if you're trying to knock that out, you're probably going to need a whole bunch of explosives. Definitely. So it's it's funny where when it comes to their work, they professional, they got the pulley system out there, they know when to mark everything, when to put the bomb and stuff, or anything's well old machine. Personal life. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. You know what that scene reminded me of too, real quick. That reminded me of Italian job. The remake with uh most deaf and uh that whole scene when they were putting the uh, C four and everything right there. Because uh, it was the two scenes were similar. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so Back to no means uh, no. What are you doing here? <laughs> I got out. I said, I get out. out. You just want out. No, wait. You ain't ready yet. I just stay here. <laughs> no, you want to stay, stay in the house? No, you can't stay in my home. I can't stay here. You can't stay in your crackhead. <laughs> I'm your, I'm your big sister. 
The big sister selling crack. Music <laughs> crack. I raised myself. Like, this is messed up the plan. Yeah, this is just messing up the whole. Ugh. Yeah, she she fucked everything up because now he got to tiptoe around everything. He can't. Not only tiptoe around, we can't talk. Yeah, because they about to do a plan. It's like, oh, we talk in the house. Can we go upstairs? Because she there. And then eventually she falls off the wagon. Takes the money. No, first she, what is this? She takes the money. She no. takes the, she dips. She just leaves one night, no, I think. No, she, no, yeah, she dips. We can move. Just knock out her whole storyline and then get back to the main thing. Cause I ain't jumping back and forth with this broad. So <laughs> she dips, takes the money out. This, you know, money wasn't locking the safe. So the money from the job that was kind of like sequential bills takes the money, runs, buys some crack or whatever like that, gets arrested. And do those snitch. I don't know me. I know, girl. Last night, after Matt Dillon beats this man up, and Vice Cop is like, "Well, what are we doing?" He's like, "Don't worry about it." See, one good cop, huh? <laughs> just, just, just bad apples, huh? Yeah, bad apples, my ass. Oh shit. So does all this. He gets bailed out and then dips again. She I've seen a lot of people take off before, but she got out that car and when them feet got moving, (laughs) he just he knew once he got to her side, he was like, damn, she go. Mm -hmm. So crackheads are fast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, very fast. We ain't beating up on her because like it ain't her fault. But it's like the characters just kind yeah, of... Yeah, they did character. I'm just, and basically what happened is, it was like, you know, they figure out what's going on. Matt Dillon basically investigates her and finds out about him. Because, like, you know, they they eventually find out, like, what's going on with the cameras and everything. And he's out there eating his hot dog one day with his daughter. And then it's like, oh, they see, you know... Oh, is that such and such? This is insane. You know how they recognize, yeah, they recognize Idris Elba as an associate because when they're checking out the whole, oh, we skipped the whole scene. Shoot out with the Russians. So they find out this whole, somebody trying to buy a C4 because I guess they were planning to do it too because they found like C4 blasting caps and all this stuff going on. So it seemed like it was two plans going at the same time. Like they were gonna do it first, and then it messed up with them. So Ti was like, "All right, I just had my homies do it, and you get the money from us." Yeah, I think I. You remember when they got there? They like all oh, the C4, all these blasts and caps, all these rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like schedules and documents and stuff going on. So Ti was playing both sides. Yeah, he was trying to. Yeah, basically, he wanted to be the last man standing. He was covering all in, like, just in case plan A. They always say, like, he was good with planning. I'll make the plan. You got the command, as they say. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, could they get there, have a shootout, shoot the Russians. Matt Dillon gets saved by his partner. He's like, oh, we got all these plans. We're trying to figure out what's going on. And then they find out the police tag is ghosts. And then they associate ghosts with the other people. So they out there. And they out, you know, eating everything like that. Oh, we're gonna follow him. Notice Chris Brown do the salute when he leaves. So they put two and two together, and then they follow the Idris Elba and Paul Walker. Oh, you being really 
uh, Flippity would do. How he got his girl? Why he have his daughter in the car? This madman. His daughter. Something like that. I, I just want to go. I just want some pizza. Don't worry, I'll get you some pizza. Write down this. Give me a. You got something to write with? I got to write down this number. I got he, a crayon. He is in the car like a madman. All his daughter wanted to do was hang out with her dad. He is pulling, tearing her book bag out, ripping up her textbooks, writing in crayon. He is a madman. Take his chat. Take her back to her mom, please. Make, make a right. All right, make, all right. Yeah. I think they're following us. Yeah, he's following us. Like, they cops with his daughter. Nah, they like they blow it off. Don't, don't cop that damn reckless. Jeez. <laughs> Y'all just don't know. You just don't know. So he's he's starting to get close, trying to like he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows something's going on. Like he's he's always like a step and a half away from what's figuring out what's going on. So eventually they have enough, they do enough time. The, the day comes, drill everything, everything ready. They about to go on the job. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna do this job or anything like that. And he all Mike Wheelie, buddy was also like, hey Casanova, let's go. You're on a mission. Come on, lover boy, let's go. Like T.I. just can't help him kneeling though. Oh shit. Yeah. And like, hurry up, y'all kissing. We got a job to do. Cause it's like, you know, you try to find because at first, the night before, it's like we got one night night for the job. Go find Nomi. We got this handle. I'll draw you. Paul Walker, like, I'll draw your holes for you. Like, you gotta go find yeah. your sister. Which you can tell, okay. They Beyond all this bullshit, they really friends. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff goes on with that. And it's funny, he bails out Nomi right before Matt Dillon shows up. Mm-hmm. They like right by he right behind them. They leaving. He coming right behind. Yep. Just finds out. Oh, is this it's just coincidence that happens? Yeah, whatever. So speaking of coincidence, he finally runs internal affairs. They finally track him down. And it ain't about him. It's about his partner, his nice partner looking out for his marriage, his nice partner whose wife out there going to cook him breakfast, his nice partner who just happened to, that guy just got away, that guy didn't get away, got bribed him, take that money. It's all that money in there, let him go. It was right there, man. I got big. Big book bag worth of money. And it's kind of like, you know, how many times that happened and how tough you got to be to say no. Cause he didn't, if the whole thing is, if they didn't have that building on the surveillance, nobody would have known. Nobody. That's crazy. Just having, just having to have surveillance. He just happened to think nobody would be looking. And he just had their open window, snatched that money in there. It's like, yeah, we got him on there taking money. You know, so we're gonna arrest him. We wanna do something? Like, All right, got it. So now the whole dynamic, like, you ready to go, partner? Uh, uh my belly hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he just had like this face on him, like, fuck, man, why you had to do that shit? And he got up to him, like, why do you take the money? What? What are you talking about? The money from the drug dealer, they had to be on surveillance. And then it's like, oh, I can't lie to this one. <sighs> she got laid off. I'm a broke boy. No, bills, mortgage. Yeah, and his son I'm is broke. sick. So I think uh, that was a bigger contribute to um, where his money was going to. No, you know who wouldn't have time for that nonsense? Harvey Dent. <laughs> that dark night. Oh, my mother's sick. I have bills. Shut up. 
Ryan, you just come for me. We partners. So it's like that. You could have came to me. Right? You, hey, you ain't got no money. He's like, what you got? What you gonna give me a uh, your PayPal address? Oh, so you ain't got no real money. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why? Basically, like, why don't you come to me? We could have worked something out, or maybe like you know, planned it better or something. So it's like, oh, I can't do anything like that. So you know, so that cast out the bag. That that comes into play later. That whole situation. So anyway, it's the day of the job. Everything's planned, and it's like you know, we got a contingency plan. Like everybody got the bombs planned, the TIs there, you know, as traffic cop. And Paul Walker got the sniper rifle on him. It's <laughs> black. It goes south. You can't walk away. Black goes sideways. Make sure he don't go home. Basically, the whole thing is like you know, something go up. And we don't trust him. Pop him. And Ti know. Yeah, he know. That's the funny thing. About he know because they like where the truck at. It's coming. Damn it. So damn, it's gonna be here. Just hold on, G. It's coming. Mm-hmm. All right, where you at? Where you at, John? I know you up there, son, bitch. Yeah, he know he, he was somewhere. Shot come. So which means believe me to believe they've done this before with him, and you know something <clears throat> similar to this because he like nah, they got they got somebody on me. He ain't dumb because he know people are skeptical anyway, and he know the whole thing. It's like you know he got his money back. All right, no, he gets his money back at the later. But it's like, you know, they has got his money. And this whole thing seems shady. It's like, we got a plan. Like, it's a time window. This truck ain't here. They ain't leaving no witnesses. And they don't trust me. So it's like, T.I. ain't a, T.I.'s greedy, but he ain't a fool. So he kind of knows. It's like, you know. And he know, he know what his homies do. Like, John killed the rifle. So where he going to be at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So finally, right before he about to pop him, the truck is here. They're like, all right, 30 seconds. Everything going according to plan. And then a bike getting away. Stops the stops the truck. They let they let the explosive off too soon because of the bike. So it's like, what are we going to do? Abort? Nope. Pull the guns out, start shooting. And I don't know what their plans was going to be, but they're going <laughs> to throw some rappel up. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I'm like, how y'all supposed to get out of this? But they kind of they kind of made it work, even though as janky as it was. Yeah, no. What you know why it worked? Because Paul Walker had them fast and furious jeans kick in. <laughs> and, well, okay. Why was T.I. doing the commentary? <laughs> Don't worry, hold up, hold up. Soldier boy out there on the move. He out there moving. Oh shit. He got the truck. He got shotgun. <laughs> he out there. Like, oh, he's going like, for it. He's going all the way. <laughs> yeah, he, he at the forty-five. He cuts Mitch Phil. <laughs> he swear he just no. I just forgot about it. He is doing color commentary for this whole heist. <laughs> so uh, Paul Walker out here runs out here, takes over the, the back truck, drives the front truck into the hole. And then while they break in, he's trying to find a way to escape. So he just decides, I'm just going to drive this other truck, bounce off the truck that's already there, and ho- somehow not die. So. Yeah, he tried. Somehow it works. They open up the truck. They get the money. They escape. Come on, it's all these sewer holes. They long gone sewer lines. Just like the plans we found on such and such. So they all split and go on their separate ways. And everybody's gonna be going all right, except for Chris Brown. 
<laughs> and he just and the only reason he recognized Chris Brown is because he saw Chris Brown do that hand signal, and then he saw the dude do the hand signal in the elevator. So that's how he knew the guy was part of the game. Otherwise, he would have no idea. Dumb. So a stupid gesture. A stupid <laughs> That's all it took. So they haven't they said this took five days to film. And they also said uh Chris Brown did 95% of his stunts. And you forget how athletic Chris Brown is. People make fun of oh, he can do a front flip on stage because he on cocaine. I like Chris Brown an athlete. Yeah, he's definitely a black person doing parkour. <laughs> yeah. The man was out there doing yeah, he was basically doing parkour like it was Casino Royale. Like he I'm like, why is he frog jumping stuff? He ain't like yeah, I just go like I'm gonna slide through windows. That man was moving without well, how much money? That's what I, I was I was gonna ask you. I wasn't how much how much money he got on his back, but I know he was weighing them down. Cause he eventually dropped the money, but I'm like we saw Widows how Michelle Rodriguez is trying to carry a mm-hmm. that money. She's like, <laughs> that's why I'm holding like, yeah, got to get your wind up, lazy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so training at that. So I was, th- and it's funny, that's the only reason I wonder about how heavy the money was, was because of Widows. And they made a big deal about that money weighed a lot of money. And Chris Brown ran around, he got a fanny pack on. <laughs> Climbing. Like this man is climbing up walls, sliding down fences. And I'm like, it ain't no way in the world these cops keeping up with him. Yeah, that's that was annoying. That was nonsense. Like, oh, I'm gonna slowly climb over this fence and he's sliding over a car. Like, I have played Assassin's Creed. I have played Uncharted, where you hit the button, like Nathan Drake be moving. And that's how Chris Brown was moving. An average cop ain't keeping up with them. <laughs> At all. So he moving. He's still moving. Eventually he get cornered in the kitchen after putting the money away, stashing the money. And it's like, you know, Jay Hernandez is there. And they eyeball each other. They look. A couple seconds go by. And then you hear a shot. And then you hear Chris, you know, Chris Brown running some more. He eventually like jump off a roof, land on a car, like hurt his arm, escapes. Jay Hernandez shot. And it's like, oh, we can save you. Like, no, my family. And then you put two and two together. He wanted to get shot. Mm-hmm. He, knew, he knew it was coming. Like, you know, you go to jail, you don't get nothing. Your family don't get nothing. You down the line of duty, pension. Family taken care of. Yep. And he never arrested them. So it was a good thing he didn't get arrested. Because mm-hmm. eventually that's what happened, though. You know, you're going to go out with full, you know, full benefits. Hero, you know, die hero. And plus, they didn't want that stain on the department, so they love when shit like that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry about it. So Matt Dillon piss. He's just getting more and more upset, and then he ain't as pissed at the crew because they find always oh, such and such. And you call or anything like that. I know I should have brought him in and everything. And then he finally get there. I had to stash the money. What? what? <laughs> shot a cop. You shot a cop. What do you mean you, you shot like- a cop? <laughs> It's all no police. He about to throw hands. Like he like, oh, that's my brother. You don't shoot. We don't shoot cops. Are you on Ti? You on your own? <laughs> that's the whole thing. Ti instigating the whole thing from the sideline. <laughs> and Michael Ealy and Michael Ealy, he just about to throw hands. Like he about to beat up. Like he about to beat up that man, bro. Like he is. Pissed. You know what it is? He just elbows all about business. Mm-hmm. 
that's his main thing. Like everything is like we got a plan. This is how we go things, things like that. So yeah, so he mad about that. Talking about that's the one thing you do is don't shoot a cop. And then got the heat on us. Like all right, we gotta go our separate ways. You know, the airport. They got you know meet Friday. You know, meet the night. We all bounce. So meanwhile, Ti's go somewhere and get a phone call. Like oh such and such, we you screw us. What's our money? <laughs> like, don't worry about it, Playboy. You know, you're going to kill me. You got to get paid, right? Don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my crew. They agreed to give you half. You're like, yeah, all right. There's such and such hotel room. We're going to be there. Blah, blah, blah. So, they, because they had made a plan early because they was pissed. Like, you know, what happened? We saw the news. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what happened was T.I. and the Russians had that plan. And he went, and to, he went with them with it. He yeah, went to his old team. He went to his crew with it. Yeah. So the Russians get jumped and then they see you I'm like, oh, he screwed us. He's like, don't worry. We're going to split the money. It's all cool. Out of kindness of my heart. So you get so, but T.I. know they come and they shoot all of them. So he called the number and then bounce, turn a shower on. What a shower on? Take a shower now. I knew we couldn't trust him. Couldn't trust that bastard. <laughs> you knew that. No, don't say that shit because y'all were doing too much thinking at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they no, they deep down they knew they couldn't because guess what? They were about to shoot him. If that that armored car was like twenty seconds a little later, you've been dead. So anybody the Russians come here, shoot Hayden Christensen first, have a gunfight with no no sound effects and slow motion. So they trying to find a way to escape. It's like, hey, Chris, like, I got right behind. He already know he, from getting shot that first time, that like, he ain't going to make it. So you want to go out. I'm going to hit Y and dive and get all three bullets one last time. <laughs> you said hit Y. <laughs> Press X to die like a hero. Yeah. <laughs> more. yeah. Where's AJ? You just ever see him shake his head like, no, nah, he ain't gonna make it. So Michael Ealy, like, fuck all that. I'm gonna be a hero. So he goes, gets the shotgun from the dude after killing him, reloads the shotgun, walks in slow motion, shoots all the Russians. So he goes behind him. He goes, I guess this is a adjoining room. So he goes out one way to go around to get behind him. Well, they distract him because they put the couches there, they ducking everything. So the Russians end up dying. Hayden Christensen's dead. You know, cops on their way, so they're going to split. So it's, now the plan is we go to the airport and bounce. We got to get out of here, gents. <laughs> yeah. Got out here. Cops on our tail. And <sighs> Michael Ealy and Chris Brown just can't leave because they got to get, they got to deal with club stuff first. Oh, T.I. was busy. Ooh, was he? Because they get to the club. And the money from the club is gone. And Zoe Saldana is dead. They don't know how she died. I don't know if she got poisoned. They don't say. She just dead. Mm-hmm. No blood. No bullet holes. Strangled, so maybe. I guess. She just laid out there. Like, oh, wake up. Wake up. You gotta nope. go. Wake up. Help me. She is broken hearted. So T.I. set them up, left, killed his ex-girl, took the money, 
And then what's going to take? He was on a rampage. So anyway, and then not only that, the cops show up. And SWAT team shows up. Mm. So it was like, you know, you go out the back, bring your car at the back, we're out the front. Then we go out the front. And then you got to do this right. This is the whole thing. Like I told you, I'm with you, bro. Like I said, I ain't going back. It's like, we're going we gonna to go out like this. So they get one last hug, go out the front door. And it's kind of like, we're just going to die. Hopefully we kill some people. I'm like, it just seemed like, you know, Michael, you know, see like he don't got anything to live for because his woman died. So he already grief stricken. And Chris Brown already said, I ain't going back to jail. So whatever. So they go out in a blaze of glory. It ain't that much glory because they go out there shoot three times and just get gunned down. Yeah, you got slow motion. What's your ass shoot? Fuck all that reloading shit. They putting bullets in y'all ass. I was like, oh, isn't that nice? No sound. They just going down. Yeah. So meanwhile, Idris Elba gonna go back to his place and get his stuff. And right before he about to go in his room, he stopped. Because who already in the room? Matt Dillon. Nosy. Nosy. He knows his lock. He's like, nah. And then Matt Dillon like, hold up. I thought I heard something. So he look out there. Watch Idris Elba ready to bounce. And who went by the car? <laughs> no, me. No, me. Uh, where were you been? <laughs> they wouldn't let me in your room, Jay. All right, we got to go. We, we, we just got to go. Get in the, get in the goddamn truck. Are we going home? Yeah, we're going home. We're going to go home. So they get in there, drive off. Matt Dillon sees them, start chasing them. Then call Paul Walker. It's like, what's going on? Go ahead to the airport. Like, one thing you can figure out, like, why would he do all that just to get his cut of the money? Because he got, because once they got back to the hotel after the thing, he got him his money back from this the old job in 04. He's like, nah, he, he would try to get all of it. So he realized he's going to go to the airport and jack him. Because the homie Scott got the money. So he rushes to the airport, Matt Dillon chasing him. And then old Scott there, oh, you pour me a scotch. Blam. <laughs> dies. Bodyguard dies, he dies. Takes the money off the plane, and he about to leave with everything. Tell Paul, tell Angel, you take the money. You gonna, you gonna just take all of it? It's all of it's mine. You got caught. So first you say, I should, I should have killed you. Like you should have killed me in 05. You left me on that step. You got caught, ghost. You understand? You got caught. That's what happened. Everything business to you, huh? This is personal. That's right. That's why he was mad. That was the final straw. It's like, even after all this, you ain't gonna give me the love. You got caught. That's what happened. You know this. <laughs> oh boy, that's gonna be the title of the show. By the way, you got caught. Wait a minute. So then the cop shows up. Like, hey, I put the cop down, and he just ain't playing. Like, look, this ain't none of your business. I ain't let nobody stop me. If you get my way, I'll shoot you too. He won't lie. Online, so somehow they have a three-way sh- gunshot, and you just Elvis gets shot, Matt Dillon gets shot, Ti doesn't. He's like, oh, no, deja vu, huh? Guess how it is. Like he brought the blast, him. all that resentment and anger for everything that went on. And who there to save the day? Paul, Paul Walker shoots him, kills him, sacks the guns away, and then see the cop like, oh, don't move, oh. You the cop with the little girl in the car. Should have minded your business. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. He don't kill him. He just leaves. They take the money. They go. And then Matt Dillon, 
You come to the airport. Got sh- police also got shot. Nobody on the scene. Uh, so he did all that. And the only thing he got out was getting shot. He didn't stop nothing. He didn't save nothing. He didn't do nothing. He was, what, 35, 40% of the movie was about him. And it's like, what? It's a less poetic version of Tommy Lee Jones and No Country for Old Men. Okay. That, yeah. Way less poetic version. Because Tommy Lee Jones and No Country for Old Men did absolutely nothing to and you know who else didn't do anything? The cops and collateral. You got that right. He Mark Ruffalo, except for maybe he lives. <laughs> that's it. I know who you are. Sure. Come with me. Ba 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 ba. Damn, that's it. <laughs> Kill him. Who? The cop. <laughs> the fuck is the cop? <laughs> so that's basically what Matt Dillon was. Like he was always a step behind. He knew what's going on. Couldn't do nothing, and he gets shot. And he don't, we don't know if he lives or dies. So they driving away. It's like, you know. Are we going home? <laughs> there you go, home. Is everything okay? Looks that way. They basically reverse lines, they said, from the beginning of the movie. And then the movie ends. So I'm assuming, you know, Adrian's over survives. They take the money they got and bounce. Yeah. Um, this movie was, like I said, Seeing it for the second time, it wasn't what I remembered. But once I started seeing it, I was probably like, yeah, I remember, I remember that. It's okay. Like, you would think it would be a better movie. It's not really memorable. Except for the bowling ball thing. The Banks <laughs> the armored car scene is memorable. And the, the, the two that I remember that is the armored car stuff and the Chris Brown chase. See, I, I think... The Chris Brown chase would stick out more for me because like you won't you weren't seeing that around that time, 2010. So it was just like, damn, you doing all this? And well, he- the car, it's like they pushed the armored car into a hole after they blew it up and then bounced another armored car off the first one. I oh uh, yeah. We see with heist movies, I don't know. I, I think I like my heist I've movies. Seen, I've seen heist movies where they blow up the stuff behind underneath an armored car and do that. I've never seen one where they use them as bumper cars. Yeah, that that was different. I mean, it was fine. It's worth a watch if you've never seen it. I, it's I, more enjoyable than Armored. Oh, hell yeah. That's, Armored's boring. Like, Armored got all those, all that talent. It's just boring. Wasn't Matt Dillon in that, too? Yeah, he was in that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. being a villain as he's supposed to be. That's why I thought about that. Yeah, they got Hill, Morris, Chris Byrne, and Jean Reno's all in that. Yeah, they casted him Colum- correctly, at least. Columbus, trying to root for Columbus short. Like, y'all, that's the problem. Like, you can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the things we learn about, there's like certain movies you can't even watch anymore because you don't get right. I remember I used like, to love uh, uh, Stomp the Yard. I used to always watch it. Now I was just like, Ugh. You know what's funny? I was right before I was about to start, it was something about to come. Stomp the Yard was going off. Right before something was about to come on, because it was like on USA or something recently. I can't remember the last time I seen Stop the Yard. Like making goods and that making goods and everything. But yeah, this is it's just funny, like you know, takers it was profitable. They talked about doing like a, a prequel about how your time was cool until um T.I. gets arrested, but then like Paul Walker died. So that would have been cool. 
I think if you yeah, were, but if, I think if, if you, you was going to do it, you would have had to do it kind of early because it was kind of like you know doing a prequel with people getting older. It's kind of hard to pull off. Yeah, I, that would have got kind of tough. But majority of them still look the same. It's up to what Ti's aged. Ti look a little bit. No, Chris Brown is the one that looked the most because T, Chris Brown had a baby face in this one. Yeah, he but what Chris Brown would have even been in it? And, it you could have kept it just. Now, with the, it would have just been those three, right? If you did a prequel, it wouldn't have been everybody. I mean, everybody was still, I mean, they was all, they all knew each other. Chris Brown probably the only one that might have not been in it. So I think you could have got away with it. Yeah. Yeah, Zoe's out down up in there dating T.I. Like out there, side eye. Uh-huh. Lurking on the low. Dirty Mac. No, he don't treat you right, I will. You know that, right? I'm with him. Leave me alone. He <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm mad you that tee hee hee. All right. Uh, so we gotta get out of here. Uh, Shahid is on a time thing. Next week we'll be doing Black Dynamite. Black. What? Well, it's Black Dynamite has to be one of those movies that has such an impact considering it didn't really make that much for movie theater at all. But boy. It came like, out with a cartoon. A and yeah, it's one of those classic. They end up having a, a cartoon on Cartoon Network for two seasons. Yeah. Uh, so we will be doing that next week. I'm not sure. I think that's on Stars. I know it was on Stars. So I got the I got the Blu-ray. So yeah, I got to find some Yeah. Um, it's just fun. That cast is. See, it's one of those. You know what? It's a labor of love. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, like, everybody that, that was into it. Way too many people probably for that budget for it to make any sense. Like, we can't pay you what we, what we normally pay you, but if you be in our movie. Matter of fact, I'm gonna pull up. Damn, I'm gonna pull up some of the names now. I'm not gonna say all the names. I'm just gonna name some of them. Arsenio Hall, <laughs> Tommy Davidson, Brian McKnight, Nicole Ari Parker. Miguel Nunez, Kim Whitley, Kelty Williamson, John Sally. Good <laughs> Lord. My man, Kevin Chapman. Okay. Clay. Uh, but you, I, it's for the cost. It's not business. <laughs> it's funny every time I see him now, because the first time I saw him was a person of interest. And now I and now like I see him in all this. I was like, You've been around for a long time. Like I'm looking at the cast. Like this cast is just insane. And when did you let's talk about real quick before you go? When did you first see Black Dynamite? Ooh, it had to be maybe a couple, maybe a year or two ago, maybe two years. I don't know. I just recently that, watched that it. late. Yeah, I didn't see it when like when it first dropped or even after the, after it came out. It's funny. I saw it the day it came out on Blu-ray. Cause it wasn't in the movie theater, but mm-hmm. I heard about it, and I was just curious. And I remember it came out on Blu-ray, and I was just like, "This shit's amazing." And it was one of those whole things, like you know, if you knew, you knew. Like it was like people who had seen it and knew, but it was it's funny. It's a lot of people who didn't who didn't know about it till the cartoon came out, and didn't realize it was based off a movie. Yeah. I, I like I said, I think it's just one of those things that, like you said, it was one of those sleepers. That everybody caught on super late. Super late. Black Dynamite came out 2009. Now, 
I'm not sure if this is what made my um Malcolm um, damn I can't say him Michael J White end up somebody saying oh he could be undercut brother too yeah that was a mistake because if it ain't Eddie Griffin you shouldn't have did it but no it's not the problem is it's just it's not just the fact that it's not Eddie Griffin it's the fact that one one day we'll do undercover run the cast is up and down it's amazing. And you can't do that movie with a cheap cast. Like you see the cast for Undercover Brothers, who's like, who are these people? There's like two or three people you know and a bunch mm-hmm. of no names. Undercover Brothers, like you go like eight, nine deep. At least. At least. Like, you know, you got just even a white you got Denise Richards when she was still like a name mm-hmm. and Doogie Hauser himself laughing at himself. And Chris Catan, the the last good thing he did. You ain't lying about that. And then it's yeah, it's like you forget Eddie Griffin. How Undercover Brother became a thing and made money, I will never know. But that's well, yeah, we gotta do that one day. Oh, I definitely I love, know. And I, I also, love that movie so much. I remember watching, and it's funny. Like I don't realize how many people like remember that movie. But oh, I see it now. Fried, the Colonel's Fried Chicken. <laughs> I see it now. The TL sometimes. Oh, I'm gonna go home and watch Undercover Brother just because. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. It's still one of those movies that hold up. And also, and it holds up. It's just laughing like they have Billy D. Williams out there chucking their job. And, <laughs> wait, so you not you gonna not be president to sell fried chicken? And there was the next question: Would it be side orders? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't skip a beat. They went from basically he was gonna be Colin Powell to Herman Cain. Good lord. We also definitely, before we get out of here, I must say this. I don't know if, we, I think we can get it in this year, but we definitely are going to make a run through the Oceans movies. Because uh, I went through all the movies except the uh, Oceans 8, which I plan on watching either today or tomorrow. Um, yeah. Those movies are really good. Uh, me and Shahi have our issues with the second one. Definitely, Jesus. The, which, what was it that you said that just hit? It tried to be too cute for its own good. Yeah. That's definitely it because all you had to do was just run it back just differently. And it was just like, nah, we're going to do something slick this time. And I'm just like, yeah. But, and so basically, they end up running it back, but doing it differently for like Ocean's 13. It's kind of like, all right, we heard y'all complain about Ocean's 12. We're going we gonna to fix it. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, it's funny where um, I don't think I saw any of them in the movie theater. I saw, the, I saw, I saw 13. I didn't see the first two, but I saw 13 in the movie. I also want to come out like, you know, George Clooney being George Clooney. Brad Pitt is perfect when he's like, you know, off center. Where he's a star, but not the star. He's real good at that. Because I always say Brad Pitt's like a character actor stick, stuck in a matinee idol's body. Like he was, he 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 does best doing weirdo shit. Yeah. But they don't I let him because he looks the way he looks. It's like, nah, we got that face. We got to make money off you. So even though it's not really his thing. And, you know. Matt Damon being nebbish. <laughs> okay, that's one thing I really did enjoy about the second one. Matt Matt Damon's character growth. Because, you know, he kind of played the, you know, he played a small role in the first one. And the second one is like, nah, I want to play a bigger role. It was like almost a, uh, you know, a riff. Like, nah, I'm, I'm yeah. Matt Damon. I want a bigger role this time. But he's the I'm, character I'm, saying I that. franchise. I got the born. You've seen the born identity. Like, I'm a star now. Like, yeah, whatever. So, so even though pro- it probably been a point where he may have been like the 
one of them was like the biggest star out of all of them. Depend. It's funny depending on the time frame which one the biggest star is. Kind of like you got those three, and it then switches. Julia Roberts doing Julia Roberts things, oh, and yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones, and the second one doing her thing. And Don Cheadle's funny. Bernie Mac is very funny. Everybody's good. RP and Bernie Mac and Andy Garcia is just awesome. Is just a dry asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he I, just feel like you know, like I just want to throw them in a fucking trash compactor. Like in his beef for life. Like <laughs> it's for life. Like even like, bro, you really still gonna try to stick it to him? But uh, yeah. And I just okay. I always heard this. You can tell me if I'm wrong. They just said George Clooney wanted to do a movie with his friends. And I'm like, if you got that much juice juice to do that, then... It seemed like Ocean 12 was like that. Like, yeah, let's do it in my house. Like, he just... got a house off the... That was the biggest thing I heard when he said... They said George Clooney just wanted to make a movie with his friends. Now, how we got to 12 and 13, that's just because of money. I got the feeling that 12 seemed to be more like that than 11. Because it's kind of like, you know... I don't know how much stroke Steven Soderbergh like Steven Soderbergh probably got stroke because did traffic come out before Ocean's Eleven? I feel like it did. Yeah, so Soderbergh might have had that. George Clooney have stroke like that? Not then. Okay. Still kind of like yeah. I got the feeling if that applied to any of them, Ocean's Twelve would definitely apply to. It seemed like it like let's go on vacation in my house in Italy. Let's just have some fun. And Ocean's Eleven made enough money. It's like all right. We, and I wouldn't be too surprised because Adam Sandler's whole thing is like, you know what? I want to hang out with my homies. Yeah. Because you know, it's just the same people like, you know, Chris Rock, Kevin James, David Spade. Yeah. It, used, it used to be, um, what's his name? What's the dude? Rob Schneider. He kind of dropped out. Oh, he's he back It's like, you know, I'm going to hang out with my friends. We're going to go somewhere on the beach and have fun because I always laugh. Like in um, Grown Ups. I know it happened in real life, but the idea of Salma Hayek being the wife of Adam Sandler is just hilarious on so many levels. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's a rich white man, so it worked. But beyond that, I'm like, come on now. Yeah, it's uh, like, it's kind of hard but, to like really let your mind stretch and <laughs> believe that. Oh, okay. I guess. But it, the funny thing is, it happens in real life. It does. Guess what? Adam saying like this character in the movie is rich, and Adam saying in real life is very rich. So I'm like, if he wanted to marry somebody just based off looks, he could. He's famous and he's rich. So, yeah. but I'm just, and then it's always kind of like in movies, good look, good looking people get married, get together. In real life, how many times do you actually see that? Rare. Because the men probably, the men don't get married. Or if they do, it's kind of like, you know, they marry. It's just weird. Like the women, like you see a lot of dom, you know, bombshell women. They ain't necessarily married to bombshell men. That's true. They don't. Like it happens. It don't happen as much as people have you think it happens. That's why I tell men all the time. You know, you can always shoot your shot. You never know. Just don't do no damn walk date. Oh, God. Yeah, the walk date. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are the things we got in store. But like I said, next week we can do Black Dynamite. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook. The real Jeff versus the World on Instagram. And if you want to follow Shahid, uh, I don't know if it's changed again or what. No, it ain't changed. Don't, 
you don't need to follow him. Yeah. People. If you see him, you see him. Why you want to follow me? Because you are Shahid. I just want to know why do you want to. You have a voice. But why? Like, you have just a, listen to what I say on the show. Hey, hey that's good. I got my 400 followers. I ain't trying to hit 500. I only hit 1,000. <laughs> all y'all get viral and y'all start saying silly stuff. I got to perform for people. Nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm chilling. <laughs> all right. Until next week, uh, we are out of here. Peace. Peace.